You're listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast, recorded in Kingston, Ontario, Canada, at CFRC, 1019 FM, Queen's University campus. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Screening in Kingston. It is a real treat this week. Um, I'm not going to say anything more, though. I'm going to pass it off to Taylor. Taylor, why is this week so special? Because we have two of my greatest friends on the show. We have Aparajsha and Val. And we're going to talk about movie watching in the era of social distancing. <laughs> if I can get that out. Yes. <laughs> well, welcome. Uh, welcome both of you to the show. Uh, do you want to just quickly tell our fans a little bit about yourself? Aparajsha, you go. Oh, thanks. Um, so I just finished my uh, PhD in Queens and I'm waiting to go back to India, my home, and uh, I can't because the borders are closed. Mm. That's a very good introduction and also a very good context for watching platform. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we'll hear it. more about that. <laughs> that's it. I, I don't know what else to say. No, that's great. No, thank you. That That's perfect. And Val. You tell us about yourself. All right. Hi, I'm Val. I have a PhD in history. Um, I'm also the interpretive officer at the Bellevue House. I actually just started this job today. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and from home, of course. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> and I have two cats and a dog, and I love them very much. Fantastic. Geez, a lot of uh, a lot of well-educated people and me on this podcast this week. So, <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's great. Now, well, thank you both for being here. Uh, I'm really excited to to hear about this, just because the idea of having some sort of shared theater experience right now um, seems impossible. But the three of you did it, um, so we will hear from all of you in a little bit. Uh, but before we do that, we have fan questions to do this week. So usually it's just Taylor and I to answer them, but I'm going to have everyone answer <laughs> the questions the free this for week. All. Yeah, free for all. Um, I'll read the questions, then we can just each go through and, and give our answers. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll try to structure this best we can, or we won't, you know, this is, this is how it goes. We're as structured as we want to be. The first question, there's actually a theme this week to the questions, I will say. We have, I think we have five people write in, uh, and four people write in, and they all mention pretty much New Girl that I guess is back on Netflix. So here we go. Um, first, we have Josh, uh, who says, oh, hey, and this first question, he, Josh likes to word questions for each individual person, so uh, bear with him. Uh, he says, Michael, New Girl is back on Netflix. Have you considered streaming it to find out if you are for sure like Schmidt? Um, this is an inside joke of uh, Josh's, I don't know if his friend or cousin or something. We we're all at a poker night, and he kept bothering me because I guess I was sounding like one of the characters on New Girl. So I'm not even going to justify that with a response. Moving on, uh, Josh, his next question is, have you ever done a movie marathon? And if so, what movie and how long was the marathon? So there you go. Everybody can answer that question. Taylor, let's start with you. Have you ever done a movie marathon? I think in like the eighth grade, I did like a horror marathon with friends. And that was kind of the first time where I was like really diving into horror. Do you Although, remember the movies? The Omen and... Burnt Offerings, and probably another one. 
Sorry, did you say burnt offerings? Yes. <laughs> I've, ne- I've never even heard of that. What is it's that? It's on one of my Halloween lists, I'm sure. I don't think so. Taylor, I think this is the first time you ever brought this up. I do not remember this title at all. It's about um, this, this family gets hired to move into a house, and they have free reign of the house, but they have to feed an elderly relative that lives in the house. Oh. So that's kind of the premise of the movie. Interesting. And things go awry, I assume. Yes. Cool. Very cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's hard. I don't think we, I have had a lot of themed nights. I think it's like you're with a bunch of girlfriends and you watch like three or four movies until you fall asleep. So they're not necessarily themed to a particular thing. It's just you watch a couple and then... Pass out. Yeah. Pass out. Okay, cool. Anybody else? Anybody else have done movie marathons that they want to share? Uh, yeah, I think about maybe six years ago, uh, my husband Nick and I, we kind of just rolled through every single Lord of the Rings movie oh, for our great. New Year's Eve kind of <laughs> two-person party. Yeah, oh, great. that's great. It sounds like a great New Year's Eve. <laughs> it was. Now, are these like the extended editions or the theatrical cuts? or? Oh, the extended. Oh, fantastic. Wow, that's... How many hours of Lord of the Rings is that? Jeez. It was... Uh, I can't remember exactly, but it felt like an entire day. Yeah. Well, aren't each one four hours? With the extended cuts? I think some of them are a little longer. Yeah. So, yeah. there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, and, just as an aside, Val and Nick try to watch every Oscar movie every year. Is that correct, Val? Yeah, I do. That's, that is correct. Oh, very nice. So it's nice. kind of like a marathon, kind of. Yeah, I would say trying to get all, all the Oscar movies in is definitely a marathon. Definitely. Okay, well, we don't do it, like, back-to-back, but... Uh... Oh, yeah. hey, Mar- he, I don't think he said it needed to be in one night. The question just says marathon. We've left it open-ended. If Josh wants a specific answer, he needs to be more specific in his questions. <laughs> Upper Ashta, what about you? Oh, to, to be honest, every Indian film feels like a marathon. <laughs> two hours long. Um, but I also just went through this bizarre rabbit hole on YouTube of 1930s musicals. Oh. Uh, American musicals. They're weird. I mean, they're just <laughs> yeah. too happy, but also too perfect. Everyone looks so good. It's, it's, it's almost like I'm watching sci-fi. Yeah, that was a weird rabbit hole. But, yeah, like it's, it's from just, another planet, yeah. Yeah, like 1930s American musicals. Like, what was going on? Do you on? remember some? Like, names? Uh, I mean, I, I wish I could know. Sorry. <laughs> they, they all blend together, though. Like a true it, marathon. You can't even remember. They do, though. Like it, from that era, they're all pretty much cookie cutters of the same thing. I know exactly what you're talking about. It feels so out of worldly. Like Hollywood back then was so different. Yeah, and uh, formally. Well, it was. It was. It was an experience. I don't think I want to go down that rabbit hole for a while. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, you need you need to do something else to kind of like get off of that and and just yeah. sort of get it out of your system. Because I gave a fact about Val, I'm going to give a fact about about our Aparashta. I think you should do that all show. Just keep bringing up new facts about your friends. Absolutely. What's the well, next fact? I want to show that my friends know about movies. Yeah. So Aparashta studied. Um, Family policy in India, correct? Oh, Aparashna? So boring, yeah, but. <laughs> but it's not boring, A. But B, 
you looked at the representation of family in Indian film. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I want everyone to know that my friends are very movie savvy. That's awesome. Oh, that's at, great. At an academic level. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and <laughs> this show will test that academia, I tell you. Um, oh, we're very academic here. Um, <laughs> Josh has a final question for us. He says, what are your opinions on 3D movies? I personally enjoy the idea of them, but hate wearing those glasses. I live for the day. They scan the 3D directly into my eyeballs. Okay, Josh. <laughs> uh, any thoughts on 3D movies out there? I'm a hard pass. Because I have eyeglasses. Aparashita does too. Yeah. And so yeah. wearing those 3D stupid glasses over top, it's horrible. Don't they make them a little bit bigger for that now? Like, don't they try to accommodate people with glasses, or, or is You're it You're still so wearing difficult? two pairs of glasses. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, it's awkward. It's also heavy. And uh, yeah, it's really, I, um, it starts to sweat. Yeah. And it's yeah, also, it I don't know why, it's either a horror film or like a kiddie movie that is, like it's a family movie that you have, like 3D movies are now associated with like entertainment. So it's like an add-on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's part of the storytelling. I mean, so I really don't think we've we've seen movies that use 3D as a mode of you know you know like oh my god I can't see this movie in any other way except yeah 3D. yeah it doesn't add to the experience for me yeah well that's the big part right like I I get exactly what you're saying like if it's not going to add anything to it then then what what's really the point of it and I I mean I don't find it anymore um, it, I don't get pulled into the story more just because it's 3D and they're somewhat a little bit popping out from the screen. I yeah. don't think it adds anything. I want there to be like 40. Like this, they did gimmicks like this in the 60s and 70s where it would like rain blood on you. Oh my. That's yeah. what I want. <laughs> okay. Like you're watching a horror movie and you're in the splash zone. The splash. Oh, you want a splash zone in theaters. Okay. All right. Would, you know, would smells be included in that? Yeah. Well, some places have that. They have like scratch yeah. cards now for movies. Like you scratch <laughs> and you smell at different things. Yeah, they, I've seen that. Or like I'm in a bog and all of a sudden the smell of a bog fills the theater and like on the ground you bugs. But you want that? I'm trying. <laughs> like you want to be in a theater and just it starts smelling really bad for <laughs> like, does that really improve your theater going experience? I think done right okay it could work like i'm thinking of the the stuff they used to do when you went to go see like 1960s horror movies sure and they would have ambulances out front on this on the sidewalk saying like oh this movie's gonna give you a heart attack i want that level experience wow okay well you really want i'm telling you though taylor when it's pulled off poorly it's really bad like i remember being oh, yeah. younger and seeing i think it was the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie, and they had a bunch of people dressed up, and they did a little skit at the beginning before the movie started. It was the worst, most awkward thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life, and like I don't even think I wanted to be there to begin with. And I was just like, "This is awful. This is the worst." And the movie was terrible, so it didn't even like it didn't add anything to it. It was a terrible theater going experience. So I don't know. The more immersive people try to get, the worse sometimes it comes. I guess I want like live theater. You want live theater. Yeah, you're not talking about a movie. You're talking about live theater. Like, go go see live. Well, not now, but when you can, go see live theater. You'll get that. But, you know, um, Evil Dead the Musical. Splash Zone, yeah. They have a Splash Zone. Absolutely. I know. I, I produced it when it was here in Kingston. I, I know. So, 
Hey, Taylor, Maybe. I know my musicals, all right? <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> oh, I, I may know. not like them, but I know them. <laughs> so. so, Val, you had said it gives you headaches. Three days. Yeah. Um, I already have terrible eyesight, so putting on those glasses and, like, straining with my eyes, it's just, it's not great. It's just not enjoyable. No. I say get rid of it. Get rid of 3D. I would not miss it. No, neither do I. Uh, next question comes from Lily, who says, Hi, Screening and Kingston team. I guess there will be more of you this week, so my question is for anyone who wants to answer it, do you have any TV streaming suggestions? I'm sure you'll all talk movies and have given a lot of great streaming suggestions there already, but any TV shows, this is in honor of New Girl returning to Netflix, a great comedy to have on in the background. I'm doing Brooklyn Nine-Nine right now. Oh, yes, me too. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, seats are you on, Aparashita? I, no, I'm, I'm, the latest ones, the, the episodes that are just... Oh, the it? new episodes. Yeah. Dan and I are starting from season one, like, oh. re-watching. Yeah, and we're on season three already, which is uh, embarrassing. Because <laughs> I think it was released. Well, like, the new season, when did that come out, Aparashita? Uh, when was it uploaded on Netflix? That was yeah. last week. But yeah, so within that week, we're on season three. Wow. <laughs> isn't, isn't that like a 22 episode, like a full yeah. 22 episode per season? I'm not proud of us. All right. <laughs> I mean, at least it's only like, what, half an hour? That's not that bad. Well, we'll watch it when we're eating dinner and then yeah. the weekends, you know. Yeah, yeah. So what else are you watching, Aparashita? Um... Well, I haven't seen any of the latest. I mean, I, I'm not one of those who just just like, oh, there's something new. I must watch it right now. Like, right. There's so much that I haven't seen. I I really like the European, like non-English uh, murder noir, urban noir crime shows that come out. Super depressing, but they are also <laughs> really well done mm. and very short episodes, or or like like maybe three or four episodes or something, and uh, you get a sense of the continent and. Like, there's this Belgian-French, it's just called The Break. Um, it was really, I, I really liked it. it was, was it on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's a cop show. The cop is slightly deranged and blah. Right? And then also the Nordic, like, Scandinavian ones. Oh, God, there's Trapped. Um, you could do a whole show on just the murder mysteries and small-town urban mysteries that are coming out of um, that part of Europe. You're a big fan of mystery. Yes, yes. Like, that's your uh, go-to. Yes, yes. Like, you, I remember you telling me about all the British mystery shows you were watching last year. Yeah, so Like, you were binging that. <laughs> you, you've moved on from British mystery, and now you're Nordic and Scandinavian. Wait, when you say you're done with those, meaning you went through and watched all of them? Like, they're, you're yeah, like, pretty much. Okay, wow, all right, you're done with British television. Yeah, <laughs> well, they, I mean, you know, yeah. it's select. There's mm -hmm. a lot. Well, I mean, yeah. I think I think the mystery genre definitely gets, you know, every every country has its sort of crime drama serials or mystery dramas in there. But there's a lot that do come out of, of Europe. Um, I know mm -hmm. my parents are big into anything that's like mystery or crime drama that specifically comes out of England. So yeah, Who murdered the butler and yeah. the, the lemon garden? <laughs> who, mur who murdered the butler and, and do we have to give up our abbey or whatever yeah. that show and is about? Who who won the cricket match? That's, that's what I assume you guys are Mrs. Watching. Templeton is coming for tea this afternoon, but our favorite cup has gone missing. 
Yeah, and it's probably poisoned. Probably poisoned. Yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's probably the nephew, the niece who's done it. It's yeah, the niece. Like, the niece. Yeah, it's always a family member who's yeah, like not always. part of the immediate <laughs> family, but the some extended family. Some person who has yeah. some some revenge story. Yeah, like <laughs> very cute. Uh, what about you, Val? Any favorite to TV shows? Uh, well, Nick and I recently rewatched like all of The Office. Which okay, was yeah. hilarious. Um, but we just started Community, which I had never watched before. So now we're kind of binging our way through mm. those, um, which has been interesting. Community has uh, has its ups and downs, but there are some yeah. great episodes in there. Like there are yeah. some episodes that are amazing, and then some episodes that are what are you doing? Agreed. Um, and then yeah. there's a whole season that's a write off. Well, they call that, the, I think they called, they did something the like that. The gas leak. The gas leak, thank you. Yeah, I knew there was something they called it, yeah. Dan and I just finished rewatching Community. Mm. And we've replaced it with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, no spoilers. <laughs> yeah, don't, oh, no. don't <laughs> tell anyone what's happening in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, because I, I, haven't, I haven't watched through that yet. Um, have any of you, be, just because there's there, a third fan will be bringing up this one, have any of you heard of or watched New Girl? Yes. Are you I a fan of it? I watched it when it was on TV. Like, did you enjoy uh, yeah, it? Yeah, like New Girl. You liked it? I thought it was a hit or miss. You know, if Zoe Deschanel wasn't on the show, it'd be a great show. Yeah, <laughs> can, can, I, yeah can I just say, I don't really get her. Like, I don't get Zoe Deschanel. I don't, I don't really, like, quite understand the concept of this show. Like, I've watched it just to kind of, like, see what it is. And I, I've never watched it all the way through. Like, I've watched it quite sporadically. Um, and, yeah, I don't like her, and I don't really get it. Like, I don't understand what they're, they're going for. Well, it's like a classic sitcom about nothing. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, for sure. Like the sitcom tropes are in there, absolutely. But like, is she? What what makes her a star? What's her? <laughs> like, I'm just I'm confused. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just sort of like I don't really get. Like, you could replace her with someone a little bit more dynamic, and it might actually be a really interesting show. But I don't really get it. Guys find her really attractive. Um, okay. like my suit, my former <laughs> supervisor. Uh, he'll rename unnamed, but the girls know him. Huge Zoe Deschanel fan. Okay, okay. all right. <laughs> and most, like I would say, just like middle middle of the line guys. You know, like they're just like very average. They always tell me Zoe Deschanel is their crush. So I don't know. You go go uh, survey them. <laughs> survey. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Taylor. Yeah, I'll just go survey them. Those average guys Those on the street. I'll just average guys on the street survey Zoe Deschanel. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> that's never going to cause any trouble if, if a guy goes around to to measure the level of attractiveness of a girl with only men. Like you're yeah, setting me up for some wrong. trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Never goes like Taylor set me up for some trouble here. Like that's. I was. Aboriginal, what's what's your opinion? I, I have no opinion. It never, I don't know, one of those shows that never, I never did get on that boat. You're so too I'm busy figuring out who murdered Grandma Alice. <laughs> You're not missing Maybe, much, yeah. though. That's the thing. Like, with some shows, I will say there's certain things where people don't watch them, I do think you miss something. There's nothing in the show that you miss. Even, even if there are funny episodes and funny moments, and even if people like it, there's nothing like, I don't know if anyone would disagree with this, but I don't think there's anything you, like, miss from this, because it is pretty, like, serial in terms of it's a sitcom so mm. it follows sitcom tropes i mean val you said you liked it is there anything that we're missing here like what, what did you enjoy about it uh, i mean i think you're right in that it kind of just follows those sitcom tropes and you know it's very predictable but it has its funny moments mm -hmm. i really like um winston 
and yeah. his cat. But yeah. okay. I'm the I, I haven't seen the cat so. yet, so I don't know. <laughs> I like cats. I haven't seen his cat yet. Okay, so that's interesting. <laughs> I've never seen that. I um, Wait. I like the other guy, the guy who's not. Um, I don't know the other dude, the the guy who's not Schmidt or or Winston. The other the guy, the guy with whose name I can't remember. Nick. Yes, he's pretty <laughs> funny because he's just he seems like he has no purpose in life, um, and he has nothing <laughs> I, to contribute. I would say you're more of a Nick than a Schmidt. I I think so too. But what I think Josh was referring to was apparently I speak like Schmidt a lot. Oh, your in inflection. Certain, yeah, in, in my it, that was very much what his cousin was pointing out. We were all at a poker game and like just having like a fun time. And I guess I like usually whenever I'm around Josh, I'm just we just give each other a lot of trouble. And especially if I like when we're playing poker, I keep like a pile of the chips I've won from him separate from the rest of my chips like show how much you know i'm beating him at poker so apparently i was just going too far and he thought i sound like that and i started the game but yeah in terms of like personality i think i'm more like nick who's just sort of like existing somewhat in life like yeah. he, to me he's the funniest character in that show again I'm, i may be seeing like a handful of episodes here and there but to me he he's funny but I don't, I don't really get funny, it. funny but yeah. he doesn't change much over the course of the show interesting okay so he doesn't really grow at all no. Interesting. Okay. Also a mic trade. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> We're going to come back to New Girl in a second. Um, uh, Chris, fan of the show, Chris writes in and says, what was the platform? I am confused. That stuff is weird. Also, I said stuff because we're not allowed to swear. He said something. Else. Well, we're going to uh, answer Chris. that. But do, <laughs> as a little preview... What is the platform? Do you want to give like a quick plot synopsis to kind of preview the review that's coming up? Sure. What? Why don't one of those girls tackle it? Go right ahead. Yeah. Anybody? I guess you could. I don't know. Well, do you want to? No, no. Go for it. Okay. Um, so it's supposed to be a program. A, the the protagonist joins it as some sort of a self improvement program, where there are steps involved, and you have to. Spend some time in isolation and probably with another person, and uh, you go up levels, and that's all they are told. Or that's but you can also go down levels. Yes, <laughs> that's yeah. That's where it gets gory. Is that when you actually get in the program, you realize it's more of a prison system, and he, the, his partner in the cell basically laughs at him for signing up, and it's like, why would you do this to yourself? Because some and, people are there as yeah, jail. It's punishment. It's like they did something and they're there. And uh, you see shots of food uh, being, s like, very good food, like, lots of exotic dishes being sent from uh, a place, a level. We later know is like, the top level. And the um, team does, works really hard. Like, the team of um, chefs works really hard to make these dishes. And then that table is sent down this vacuum. The platform? It is essentially, yes. <laughs> that is the platform. <laughs> it sort of just keeps traveling down levels and uh, whoever eats whatever um, eats it and then the next level gets whatever's left. And so by the time the lowest of the um, uh, levels, uh, by the time the platform reaches the lowest of the levels, the, there's probably no food left and the uh, Lots of starvation and cannibalism. So, yeah, Chris's confusion is understandable because hearing you just—I I haven't seen it. Uh, you know, I'm leaving the review this week to, to the three of you, but uh, that sounds extremely confusing uh, and and inter I mean, interesting. I mean, it sounds very 
out of, out of worldly. And, and I always like the idea of the concept of people are in a room and you're kind of discovering the mystery of, of the room or the world they're in as they go. But uh, I think his confusion is a little understandable. That's um, whew, that sounds interesting. We'll, we'll yeah, get you to are that. Confused. Yeah. Like it's like bam, you're you're sent into it. You're in the cell with them. There's basically gray, dark. That's the color, monotonish, everything, and you're you're in it. You're mm. there's no beginning or end. You're like bam, okay. okay. And then there's blood everywhere suddenly. This is this is it. Bam. You're in it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into it during the review. Yeah, but uh, it's weird. Yeah, sounds weird. Well, thank you, Chris. I'm not gonna uh, lie. I guess your confusion is pretty understandable. Um, but is he confused about our review? Like, this is a classic Chris question. <clears throat> well, the where way I don't really know what he's asking. No, but that's that's how we know this is how Chris is. Um, the way I read it is, what was the platform? I'm confused. Uh, this quote-unquote stuff is weird. Uh, you know, to me, I think he's talking about the movie. Like, he doesn't get what the movie was. Uh, okay. And there's confusion around it, which from you guys explaining it to me, I mean, I'm confused. So we'll see through the review. Maybe we'll get some clarity. But it sounds like that it's, you know, you're, you're just thrown into this movie. Um, and maybe you're discovering things as the characters are, which can be confusing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, the last question comes from uh, uh, Bryson. Bryson, I think is the name. Um, how would you describe your movie watching habits? Are you a group type of person or an anytime type of person? Do you enjoy having snacks or food around? Or do you always need your attention fully on the movie as opposed to having one on in the background? I ask this because two of my favorite background TV shows have gone on Netflix, New Girl and Modern Family. But I find with movies, I always have to just be watching the movie and doing absolutely nothing else, really enjoying the podcast. So whatever everybody think, when it comes to movies, do you are you focusing on it? Do you like to have it on in the background? What, what are your thoughts? I, I'm an anytime, anyway kind of gal. Anytime, anyway, whatever. If there's a movie, you're there. <laughs> Solo, group, I'm, I'm snacks, down. Snacks, no snacks, things <laughs> on the background, home, not home, wherever. In the streets. In the in streets. The <laughs> okay, all <Yeah>. right. <laughs> um, no, seriously, like, I don't have, I, like, if I was to talk to Nicole, Nicole's very ritualistic about how she watches films and specific films. I'm not that regimented, like, I'll... It depends on the movie, depends who I'm with. Um, like, I'm pretty bad for if it's a background thing, like a movie I've seen or, or a TV show, I'll be on Instagram and, like, half on Instagram, half on the movie, which is a horrible habit. Um, but if it's a movie I've never seen before, I'm pretty dialed in. Yeah. Well, I think if I'm watching a movie, I like to focus on the movie, and I like to eat popcorn and lots of chocolate. Mm. Uh, what about your popcorn machine? Yeah, we have this very fancy popcorn machine oh. at home. Um, but if I'm watching a TV show, sometimes I'll actually pick up a book and read at the same time. I don't know why, but it's just like a weird habit that I have. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Why would you read and watch? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, because I, I had that question in my head, but I didn't want to be rude. How do you uh. concentrate both? So I don't know, how is it that much different than being on social media, well, which everyone does? Because I feel like social media isn't telling a, a, a rigid you know, story like most TV shows and, 
and movies are. That would be to me if you're if you're watching a TV show and you're reading a book. What's the difference between that and maybe having two TV shows on at the same time? Like to me, that <laughs> would be confusing because you're getting all this input of story. Whereas social media, there's a lot of nonsensical stuff there that I don't think necessarily needs your full attention either. But I don't know, Val, tell us more. Like, how how does this work? Um, well, like it's like an intricate TV show. Uh, like I was watching The Outsider, I think, on HBO. Mm-hmm. Like I would have to have like my full focus on that. Right. But like community, like I'll have a book at the same time and kind of go back and forth between mm-hmm. the two. Because you feel like community is more of a show that you can jump back into. As opposed yeah. to the outsiderism, yeah. Val's brain is just huge. Well, I mean, it <laughs> makes smarter than all of us. I mean, it makes sense for for that type of show, I guess, because you know, I think that's what makes those types of shows so popular. Is if you know the characters and you have a sense of the characters, the story almost doesn't matter. You can pop in and out as much as you want. Sitcoms are really good with that. Lots of sci-fi shows are pretty good with that, where it's episodic. You know, not not so much serial storytelling. It's mm-hmm. episodic, and you can just jump in and out. So I, I kind of understand that. I just don't know if I can read a book at the same time. And like, I feel like I would I would do one of those things poorly. Either the TV show or the book. I wouldn't quite get something in there, but. That's leveled up. Yeah, very much. That is a level up. <laughs> I feel like some shows are very talky. Like, mm-hmm. you needn't be watching because there's nothing happening on screen. It's just that it's, uh, it's dialogue after dialogue and you know the two people talking or three people on screen and after a while you can zone out grade essays or, you know, chuckle at whatever, one of the lines, but you don't have to watch with your entire brain. So I get that. Like the, I felt like that about the good place. It was yeah, interesting yeah. script and, and everything was very good. But it was it was so talky. Mm. It just I'm like too okay, many zingers. I can, I can definitely <laughs> like do other things and also keep track of what this person That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Awesome. But for, yeah, for other films that really require you to be there and watch and feel everything okay well that brings us to the end of fan questions um thank you to all our fans for writing in just a quick note for next week's episode um which will uh be may 12th i believe there will be no fan questions just because of how we've done some pre-recording no fan questions next week but feel free to write in for the week after Um, But just wanted to let everyone know listening, if you want to write in fan questions, they will be on in two weeks' time. That's just how recording ended up going uh, for the next few weeks. Uh, Taylor, why don't you take it away and start our review of of the platform and also tell our fans how the three of you watched it together, because I think that's just fascinating. Yeah, cool. So, Val Aparashita, oh my gosh, Aparashita. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Aparashita. Um, we like watching movies together, and we haven't been able to do it in a long time. So I thought, let's try to do this virtually. And I've been reading, or I've been seeing headlines about, you know, Zoom parties and everything. So I said, let's do this without actually knowing how we were going to do it yet. <laughs> um, but... Aparashita and Val said yes. So I read an article that I sent to the ladies and said, hey, it works. <laughs> and so we used um, a, a web browser extension uh, called Netflix Party. It's free. You just 
add the extension onto your browser. I sound so ignorant trying to describe this tech, but <laughs> I think most people know what web browser extensions yes, are. Yes, and right? sorry, what, what's it called again? Netflix Party. Netflix Party, okay. And so um, each of us got the extension, and then one person is kind of like I would describe as the host, and they, um, you, you open Netflix, and you go to the movie you want to watch, and then it generates a code, and you give that code to the people that you're watching with, and then the, every kind of join the chat room, and um, you're able to press play, and then it plays on everyone's screen. At the same time? Yeah. So this basically allows you to sync up so you can all watch at the same time and no one's ahead of the other person. Yeah. So we had a couple false starts. Like, Aparashita accidentally pressed play, and then Val turned it off, and then I turned it on. <laughs> and I think, like, halfway through the movie, someone turned it off. But <laughs> it worked. But it happened. You were able to fully watch the platform, all three of you, at the same mm -hmm. time. Yeah. yeah, and then on the side of the screen is, like, the chat bar. So you're watching the movie together, and then you can chat in real time. Very cool. That's awesome. So, Apparition and Val, why don't you tell me what you thought of it? Before we talk about the movie, just, like, the actual viewing. Well, you should go first. Okay. Uh, well, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool that we could like play it at the same time, pause it at the same time, um, and like the chat on the side was was fun. Although, of course, we could always do that over like Messenger. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I guess we could have. <laughs> <laughs> we have a group chat. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did enjoy it. I did like. I don't know if it's just because I'm not good with like techie stuff, but I would have liked it if I could like cast from my computer to my TV because with oh. the Netflix party app I wasn't able to do that hmm. so like I had to watch it on my laptop to me that wasn't a detriment but that's smart to mention because I guess I just assumed oh we'll just watch it on our computers but it would have been nice to do it on our TVs would you have then like chatted on the laptop and it would have projected onto your computer I mean, your TV? Yeah, I mean, that's Is that what, what you would have wanted. would have happened, but uh, that was not the case. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, for Ajita, what did you think? Um, I, um, for the kind of film it was, I, I was glad that other people were watching it with me because in the middle, I really wanted someone to, you know, just to turn to someone and say, what happening? Sorry, I did not. <laughs> I did not. Use the word this time. Okay. But that is the feeling I had. I was just, it was a very claustrophobic watch. I really enjoyed watching with other people just because I wasn't the only one. It didn't feel like a punishment just watching. <laughs> I so. should mention though, on the flip side, it kind of took me out of the story with the ability to chat. If you're watching a horror movie, it's less scary when you're chatting with people mm -hmm. so like the yeah. movie wasn't as scary if yeah. you were in like a silent theater if that makes sense yeah Interesting. so like it was good on the one hand because apparash is living in an empty house <laughs> <laughs> but on the other side if we really wanted to be scared 
I think the chat function took us out. So I think it would it would work best depending on genre. Would you guys agree? Yes. yes. Yeah. Like a comedy would be very well suited. Would you do it again? Definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Even if you can't cast it to your TV. Yeah, I guess I'll watch it from my laptop. <laughs> I wonder, like, I don't know. I'm not techie either, but. If you can connect your computer by an HDMI cable, wouldn't that work well? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it should. If, if it's just if it's just an extension, um, I, it should. Like, you should be able to do an HDMI. I don't know what type of TV you have, but you should be able to just HDMI cable to connect it. Um, I don't know how that would affect the chat function, though, because I assume you were using the keyboards, right, to chat. Yeah. Like it's a, yeah, see, that might be affected, so I don't know if you necessarily could um, yeah. with that. Now, well, with Taylor's question about if you would do it before, did you feel like because this was a horror movie, you mentioned that it was quite dark and it sort of throws you in, were you ever thrown off because of the chat enough that you didn't know what was going on or were you still able to keep track of the movie okay we weren't like inundating the chat okay yeah so it was more sporadic chatting Mm -hmm. yeah like what the hell (laughs) oh i see see that yeah that kind of stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) at one point i thought we lost Val. oh no i was silent it's uh my dog started vomiting so <laughs> kind of like added to the ambiance of the film <laughs> you have you have other, other things to attend to in the middle of the film yeah. you should have ta- you should have told us we would have paused yeah oh nick took care of it oh okay yeah okay was nick watching too yes he was until he had to run upstairs to take care of the dog <laughs> <laughs> did you tell him what happened like at the end yeah i filled him in okay good so what about your thoughts on the film? Give, give us all of your reviews. What did you think of the platform? I liked it, but Aparashda and I were chatting after the movie, and we were like, we're not going to watch this again. Because oh. it was, <laughs> I don't know, like, it's an intense movie. Yeah. And, like, gross. Like, it's a gross-out movie, in my opinion. I liked I mean, it, though. I felt like it was so unique. Like, really yeah, not what I was expecting. Oh, we should mention, it's Spanish. Yeah. Okay. It's from Spain. So, um, you have to read subtitles, Mike. <laughs> well, wah, wah. well, hey, I've done okay with that recently, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but just so the listeners know, mm-hmm. it's gotten a lot of buzz. Like, it's been... I've seen a lot of articles, like headlines about it. Um, I think it's a Netflix original. Mm, it is. Does, yeah. 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 Apparatus, is that right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. Like Apparatus said, it's a very self-contained film. Like, um, you're very much in the cell with the main character. And you can see up into the next cell and down. Like, you can... I don't know. You have to watch it. It's just such a unique world, right? Like, would you guys agree? Absolutely. Like, visually, yeah, it was... It's, it's very blatant, and it's sort of, it's very uh, nihilistic. You're already told that, you you know, this person came here on his own. Everyone here is on their own. No, apparently no child is allowed. No, you're not, like, clearly there are no family. Maybe there are family members. We don't know. But 
we are not told these details at all. It's just, it's it's basically a prison system. And um, with this platform going up and down for food, and that's it. Like, you and do you, what you do with your time. You learn about the rules of this universe as the main character is learning. So yeah, he kind of felt like really visceral. Like I could almost like smell the food and like how it rotted over time and yeah, yeah, and like the the, the bodies and the the people, the dirty band aids, yeah, like the bandages. <laughs> yeah. It was gross. <laughs> it was gross. It was a gross movie. Um, but like Val said, just like a unique story. And in this age, in like the age of sequels and reboots and reimaginings, it's nice to have a completely original one-off. So like we don't need a sequel. T- tell me more about the the what made it original because I, I will say that the the premise of being stuck in a room and learning about the room in the world is something that exists in film like constantly but there's a lot of aspects of this that are really interesting like this platform coming down so go through what was really original for each of you what what was like refreshing about this movie? learning about this world like I guess you're right in the sense that um the trope isn't new, right? But like the information I was getting, that was new. The world that is created within this is completely unique and, and interesting, and very compelling. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I like how there's no kind of um, necessary resolution. I suppose at the end, you're kind of left to to make your own assumptions. There about isn't. This so that there's not a resolution at the end. Well, I guess a no. You can assume, but there isn't. Yeah, like you don't. See, I don't want to give anything away. No, you don't want to. Yeah, don't, don't want to spoil it. You don't see the platform return to its destination. Mm. If that makes sense, what could have happened? But like, I I have my assumptions of what happened, but yeah, I don't know. There was a. It reminded me of the, the way Parasite ended. It was. Uh, you could call it hope. You could. You need it. it for some people, it was more like, uh, no, this is a hopeless situation, and I feel terrible for, for all the characters involved. But there's also a pinch of hope mm. in the way um, people are imagining their lives after um, the incident is over or the event is over. So there is that sense of um, hope in, in in closure and all of that. And interesting, it's like the we we are stuck in the system, but then we are also trying our so I think what I really liked about it is that it never uh, left its symbolism behind. Everything, everything could be uh, traced back to something hard and uh, material in, like in the in what's happening around us. So, like with the pandemic and everything, it's it's a big, great background for understanding the film and like how the ones the lower levels are just left behind they have to look for themselves and cannibalism therefore happens it's just it's just the symbolism is a bit too obvious sometimes <laughs> it was heavy-handed are you stuck in the room with like a particular like small group of characters or like how much do you see of these other levels so there's one other person in the cell okay 
and then you may look up and see the other two people in the immediate cell above mm. or the two people in the cell below. Mm. But this, there isn't, for the majority of the movie, there wouldn't be more than two people in a scene. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. And we as the viewer will follow like a particular character and he'll change kind of cellmates every now and then. Sure. So it's definitely his point of view. Mm-hmm. Like we can't see what he, we can't typically see beyond what he's seeing. Right. Except what Aparashita mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, sort of like the kitchen that makes the food. That's the only time we see beyond the point of point of view of the main character. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. So you're really limited to to seeing what the character sees. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I like that. I, I like movies like that. That's very interesting. It was sometimes really heavy-handed in its symbolism, but I think it definitely has important things to say. Hmm. And so, you know, there's nothing wrong with being consistent in your storytelling, and I think he certainly was the director. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, the script was... Um, what do you call that? Adapted mm-hmm. from a play, a oh, script for a play. Really? Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it, that that being self-contained into a cell mm-hmm. would tr- translate very well to the stage. So I can That's understand um, that theater influence. And the writers of the play really didn't want to change the script at all. But obviously you have to because film and stage are so different in yeah. terms of storytelling. Yeah. I mean, you have to. They're different. And, and smart, smart adapters will because they realize that there's differences. And I think the movies that we get that are not so great coming from, screen, from stage to screen is because they didn't realize that these are different mediums and you need to do something different. Um, but, but again, it's interesting that you're saying all these positive things, but you really just feel because of it, you know, you've, you've seen it, you've watched it once, you don't necessarily feel you need to revisit it. Like overall, um, I, I want you each to kind of give just your overall final thoughts on what you thought of the film and we're going to make you give it a rating. Um, but I, but before we get to the rating, I just like overall, did you all come out with that similar feeling of like, oh, it was really good, but like not going to watch it again. Like, is that how you felt? Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> I just don't think I could gain any more from the film. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I feel that a lot with horror movies mm. where it was a really good experience. I was really spooked or scared or whatever. Um, but I don't necessarily need to revisit that story. And mm. I think that the platform did that for me. Uh, I would definitely recommend it to people who like genre film. Um, but if you're easily grossed out or have like a queasy stomach, mm. like full disclaimer, probably not the movie you for see you. People eat people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Might not be for you. <laughs> Might not. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. So do you um, second that after Ashna? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, I feel like there's a whole lot of gory, um, detailing and all of that works for like the, the impact is that yeah you, you're supposed to feel bad about 
humanity and mm. yourself and you know where the world is headed and all of that so if you're in a particularly precarious situation in terms of mental health i don't know maybe this is i, I some films tend like films at least tend to be therapeutic this particular one i don't think is therapeutic it it would mm. be it's it's more like um unsettling people who are very settled so if you're not settled already maybe you don't want to watch it yeah hard pass yeah. that's that yeah exactly but would you agree aparasha that unlike torture porn movies the mm-hmm. grotesque aspects of this film worked and moved the plot forward oh yeah it wasn't too like i think it was or... i don't want to say tasteful but it made sense right no, yeah, I completely agree. I think all of the violence and the gore was absolutely necessary to the story, and it was hard to watch at times, um, but I certainly, I, you know, there was no point where I was like, ugh, this is unnecessary. Mm. You know what was harder to watch for me? Them eating the, like, the leftover food. Agreed. The food, I think it was meant to look, like, gross, so, and, like, eating with their fingers in that kind of, like, animalistic way, that was... That was hard to watch sometimes, but also, again, very necessary. Yeah, yeah. I think it was well done. Yeah. So let's get a rating from from each of you. So we've changed up our rating system a little bit now because of uh, quarantine. So uh, we're, we've got your top uh, rating is Stream It, if you're suggesting this movie is worth people streaming. Airplane It, if you think, oh, it's fine, it's around the middle, but better to just watch it on an airplane if you want to watch it, or skip it. Uh, which means completely skip it. So let's let's just go. Um, we'll just start with Taylor and go through it. Give us your rating. For me, it's um, a stream it, but of course with that preface. Mm-hmm. Like if you're easily um, disturbed mm-hmm. or if you don't like gore, pass. Right. What about you, Aparashta? Um, s- stream it, but with a lot of terms and conditions, like uh, yeah. trigger alerts. Yeah, it's it's a hard watch. Yeah. Oh, I thought you. I think you bring up a really good point there about if 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 people need to know themselves before watching something. If if you feel like you're not in a state to handle this movie, then then don't. And Val, wow. what about you? Uh, stream it. Absolutely. It's, it hooks you in. It's an interesting story, and it's it's definitely worth a watch. But of course, it's gory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, three three streams. Yeah, it's with great. a lot of like. But if you don't like this or this or this or, or you're in this sort of state, don't watch it because it's. I mean, it sounds like it's a fascinating movie, but uh, it sounds intense. So I definitely understand that that you want to have those warnings out there as well. And if anyone's like Dan, one of the trigger warnings is animal brutality. Oh, um, so if you are, it's good to know if that is one of those things that really sets you up, um, be aware. We knew the moment we saw the animal. I mean, hello, (laughs) but just for those people, (laughs) people who are a little more naive, the, the animal on screen was doomed, Mm. doomed the minute they go up, went on the platform. That was the. That was when our chat exploded. We're like, oh no, the dog. Crazy too. Get off the screen. Um, so we've only got uh, about two minutes left. So I was thinking, just to end off the show, I want to hear from our guests 
any other streaming suggestions you might have. Now, I am going to ask you to stick to movies because this is a movie show and we kind of talked about TV. But if either of you have any streaming suggestions of things you've streamed recently that you recommend to people, now's your time to give them. Oh, dear. Um... Put you on the spot. Any, <laughs> anything you want to bring up, go right ahead. Well, I recently watched uh, Bad Education with Hugh Jackman okay. on HBO, which was, was pretty good. Um, but then again, I was reading <laughs> while watching. <laughs> but uh, it was a great performance. Okay. But you would give, if you were to rate that one, you'd give it a read while watching. Yeah. Okay. That's our new rating. Yeah, that should be a new rating. Watch, read, but, watch, do but something also else. do something else. <laughs> okay, that's Bad Education, though. That's, that's good. That's available through HBO or Crave, so that's great. What about you, Apparage, Chef? Um, so, uh, this week, um, a very important and one of my favorite actors passed away in India. He's been in Irfan Khan. Oh, yes. So, Slumdog he, was he, he was in, yeah, like Slumdog, J Jurassic World. Jurassic World, yeah. Uh, a couple of other Life big, of Pi. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Life of Pi was a big one. Yeah. And also Namesake. Namesake's very good. But um, he, he just it was just a very disheartening one because his career was just about taking off. Yeah. And he was getting big offers from like Spielberg and I mean everything was working out for him and then he just Anyway, just for that, I think one of his best performances, The Lunchbox. Oh, such a great Bombay. movie. Yeah, just watch it. Like, if you're really feeling bad about yourself and all of that, just, just watch that film. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's he's, my all-time yeah. go-to for... Such people. a great performance. Um, and, he, yeah, he's a great yeah. actor, and I was very sad to hear of his loss. But, yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good suggestion. That's a great movie. Yeah, I think it's on oh. Amazon Prime, but you can also rent it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, watch it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a great suggestion. Yeah, you know, he's... Uh, uh, he was a great actor, um, and yeah, he's he's had some fantastic performances. I couldn't agree more. I think his his career was just starting, and it's unfortunate that he passed away. Yeah, well, um, yeah, on that oh. yeah. sad note. On that sad note, yes, but but uh, I, you know, for, no, no, the, you, that was a great yeah, movie, and, and I'm glad that you you brought up that that mention. He he definitely deserves a shout out. Um, fantastic work, and gone gone way too early. Um, but Aparashta, Val, thank you both for joining us this week. Uh, I'm really glad that uh, we got to hear your insights um, as to watching this movie. But also, I thought it was really fascinating to talk about your experiences with, with watching this as a group, even though we're all kind of stuck at home for now. But thank you both for coming on the show. Thanks for thank having so us, guys. Thank you. thank you for having us. And that brings us to uh, the end of this week's episode. Go stream some movies. Thank you for listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast. Recorded at CFRC at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario. Queen's University sits on the traditional lands of the Haudenosaunee and Anishabi peoples. We would like to thank the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences and the CFRC Podcast Network.